Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Behind the Rollers. We decided we're going to do something a little bit different. This is actually something that I've wanted to do since we started this entire podcast. Um, but I figured it would be fun to do almost like an interviewee segment-ish show, but where you guys get a little bit of a peek at the people that we are playing D&D with. Um, not only that, but down the line, I would love to do this with other people in the TTRPG community and people outside of that community as well. I think it'd be really fun to talk to people who aren't necessarily in this medium, but who also play D&D. So people that are part of the community, literally, I don't care what it is. Like I have a couple friends who are authors and artists and stuff like that. Um, so I've reached out to them and they have shown interest in doing this. We're going to do all kinds of fun stuff. But first, of course... We gotta get. We gotta show you the behind the scenes of the Behold the Roll crew, and who better to kick us off than the world's most beautiful gnome himself, Lorcan Brightstrike, aka Zach Ledford. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget this is an interview with you, not with Lorcan. Whatever, man. That's yeah. not what I signed up for. I don't blame you. So how's it going? It's going, buddy. It's going. Yeah, the the usual shit. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we've never done this before, so Zach's kind of our little uh, guinea pig. But one thing that I have decided that I think would be fun to make a recurring theme for this, because uh, I do obviously like the idea of doing an interview segment format, but I want to keep D&D involved a little bit. So why don't you go ahead and roll a d20 to see how well this interview is going to go. Oh, this is... Here it comes. All right, just... Here it goes. Oh, that's about what I figured. Good old two. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Knew you shouldn't have picked me first. Hell yeah. I mean, that's already like one point better than our podcast thus far, so we're doing all right. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, why don't you go ahead and just give everybody a quick introduction on Zach. Everybody who's listened to the podcast knows Lorcan, so just a little bit about uh, you. Huh. Huh. Well, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, my name is uh, Zach. That's all you got. That's all I got. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm uh, I'm 30. Mm -hmm. I'm getting old. I found a bunch of white hairs the other day, and uh, nice, nice. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, nerdy guy. Yeah. What else are you into other than D and D? Like, what do you do? What's a, what are your hobbies and stuff like that? Like, what else interests you? Well, I uh, I like to golf with my uh, with my DM. Uh, when he comes up to Maine. Mm -hmm. I like to 3D print when I'm not feeling lazy, so that doesn't happen a whole lot. And <laughs> then, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> and then uh, you know, I play video games and uh, sit on the couch and wait to go to work. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, typical life than... of a D&D &D player. Exactly, man. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> um, other than D&D, &D, what is the nerdiest thing that you indulge yourself with? Well, um, in the past, that question would have been answered with World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. At the moment, 
So what's that game called where we're buying these new sloth cards? <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it does look pretty fun. Well, actually, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it was you know, called like CryptoZoo or something. Well, okay, so that's that's the future nerdy thing I'm gonna do mm -hmm. on the side. Um, at the moment, it's really hard to say because I don't do anything other than go to work, come home, and wish I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, it's called MetaZoo. MetaZoo. So that's gonna be the nerdiest thing I'm about to be into. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But you you have a pretty pretty standard background for like a D and D player. Like I know. I don't, you're not really like a Star Wars or Lord of the Rings guy, but I know you're a big like Harry Potter dude, right? No, I like Lord of the Rings a lot. Um, Harry Potter okay. as well. You know what? Figured out the nerdiest thing. Okay. Me and Jim are into Warhammer. That's, yes. uh, you, you can't get I much nerdier than rolling dice and moving around little printed figurines pretending they're blasting each other. So, <laughs> I mean, you can because then you have D and D where you move around. If you play with mini figures, you move around little plastic figures and pretend they kiss each other. So you guys well, are at least one step up. Correct, but you said nerdiest thing besides. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, just you keeping really it fresh. Me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess the most generic question physically possible for us to ask you, and we might have even answered this on like a. Uh, beyond the role, but this is going to be kind of a, a recurrent question for this format. Um, sure. What got you into D and D? Um, well, it it kind of came down to uh, I, you and Jim started working where I was working, and you guys introduced me to uh, Adventure Zone. So mm -hmm. I uh, I got I remember I got super into Adventure Zone for a while, and I, that's the first podcast I finished from start to end, start to end. And um, then we started playing D&D &D over at Jim's house. Um, I made the world's worst <laughs> character. Um, the character idea wasn't terrible, but the execution of that character <laughs> was pretty bad. Um, to be fair, you no. only had like two sessions to try them out. So no, that's true. There was that's hope true. for Indriven. There's nope, nope. He's crossed off. I don't even bring him up unless I have to. <laughs> fair enough um, yeah. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong because I know I remember because me and Jim have been playing D&D &D, like off and on together for like 10 years Yeah. Um, but I remember you were like very hesitant about playing but I remember for a while you were doing like a um, role playing server on World of Warcraft right yep I was in that I was into that for a couple of years um, honestly it's really similar in in a certain aspect um D, D just brings voice to it instead of typing yeah you're, it's all it's voice that's the only only real difference and of mm. course dice rolling but even on uh even when you're role playing on world of warcraft you uh you dice roll oh really yep yep uh oh, to make yeah it, not all the time it depends who you're role playing with but yeah a lot of the times you'll end up if you type in backslash roll on world of warcraft you'll end up rolling a, a dice so, nice interesting yeah so what was it that you were hesitant about do you think do you think it was bringing that voice do you think it was step like because for me when i first started playing D, because &D, i didn't have like the um 
stereotypical interest in like uh, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Like I was way behind on the fantasy train. So mm-hmm. for me, it was almost the fact that I didn't want to admit that I was playing D&D because <laughs> I started playing as a joke because yep. I was like, oh, you know, like I, I'm not going to like D&D. Like that's not my, you know, my vibe. Um, <clears throat> so was it something similar to that? Was it like, did you have an inkling that you thought you would enjoy it and that's why you didn't want to do it or was it more the like performing aspect of it i think uh i think that was definitely part of it um you mm-hmm. know admitting that you're uh, a D fan doesn't always uh, land well <laughs> um it does however nowadays, but yeah i was gonna say like, honestly we now that i'm school. actually playing now that i'm actually playing i'm like why was i so worried about this um mm-hmm. but i think another uh, another big aspect i've always been Honestly, up till the last few years, I feel like I've been on the relatively shy side. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really start opening up until, you know, five, maybe five years ago, give or take. Um, so the performing part of it was, you know, actually voicing, a, doing a character voice and, you know, that part always seemed very difficult for me. Also, um, there was a lot of rules in some of the earlier editions. Like it just seemed mm-hmm. really confusing. And but uh, no, once I got into it, you know, I uh, now one of my favorite parts is doing the character voice and, and all that. So it's funny too because like out of everybody that I know, other than maybe like you know one or two people, like. You are definitely the person that I know who is most willing to make themselves look silly. Like, you're not afraid of what people think, really. Like, you're not afraid to, like, go out and we'll have Star Wars lightsaber wars in the middle of the Walmart (laughs) parking lot. But, like... Good times. (laughs) But it is funny because, like, I feel like we both have that. I'm way more, like, reserved than you are and stuff like that. But I know you don't you're not afraid to put yourself out there, but you don't put yourself out there on your own. Like it usually takes somebody to pull yeah, and that yeah, out of you. I've I always think. definitely always needed that little nudge, but once I'm, uh, once I'm going, good luck stopping oh, me. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if we finished our first session of D and D before you started planning your first campaign as a DM. So, Oh no, I was pumped and man, I've never been more disappointed in the DM campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) It was still fun, and it birthed, like, some pretty fun characters. It did. I I think if I did one now, it would be significantly Mm -hmm. better at this point. But it was was fun to try. I don't regret trying it at all. Um, No, for sure. And, like, your last campaign, even though it didn't end up working out that we got to play it very long, but, like, your last campaign was leaps and bounds better than your first one and that was just your second time attempting it so exactly and honestly that wasn't far from that so no i'm sure i'll uh, i'll give it a go again sometime i'm i'm sure of it so oh for sure yeah um so i know you said i was i was gonna segue because it was a perfect segue but i did want to finish our thought but you said how the like performing and character voice part is one of your favorite parts of D&D. Um, that actually brings you me to my next like standard question, which is just in general, like what do you think keeps you coming back for D&D? Is it the, is it the people specifically? Like, cause there's a big community right now in D&D where like you could go online and just join a group of people and they would play D&D with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you could hop on and it would be the exact same scenario of like, 
playing online and you know yeah rolling your character through D beyond and stuff like that like um i think it's a mixture of a couple things i think i think a big part of it is i i do love our group i think uh i think this is definitely i think it's my favorite group so far that we've done with D. nothing against every every other group because part of it's the same but uh yeah, i feel yeah. like this group for some reason just feels like they meshed really well like near damn near perfect in my opinion mm-hmm. as far as you know what we're doing and it's funny because and i think i've brought this up in the past but the fact that i didn't know joe at all yes. before we started playing uh i was actually a little ner- i was nervous about that at first because i was like this is gonna be weird you know i'm putting myself out there to a complete stranger but then honestly like within two minutes we were already joking around and yeah. Me and Joe both have a weird personality, so <laughs> no. No, you and Joe got along like super, super well, which was very, very reassuring. But that wasn't like the first time that you had to do that either. Like I know you had met DJ before, yep. but like you and DJ weren't very good friends before we had started playing. And DJ's yep, another one of our friends from Maine that we played D D with for a while. Shout out to DJ at Bangor Escape Rooms if you guys ever want to go play an escape room dj owns that he'll hook you up it's, it's <laughs> awesome my brother works there no um yeah no d that i was actually nervous about that too i was worried about like the whole dynamic for with our uh with the current group we had going we were just adding him in and right in the middle of a campaign i remember so uh, mm-hmm. i was a little worried about that too but we uh i feel like me and him hit it off pretty well too um back to you can't you mentioned josh honestly like he's uh after he did that character Hungy, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Hungy Rumblebelly. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he kind of like I shouldn't say set the standard, but like he got so into that character, it made me really mm-hmm. want to like dive into uh, characters after that. Because like I remember I had a pretty good character going with Jingles during that campaign, but I feel like. Uh, Lorcan I've dived into a little bit further than I did with Jingles and then even yeah. the side character I made with Tabby Wicks I feel like I was able to dive right into that and I feel like part sure. of that I feel like For part sure. of that's because of uh because of Hunky. So That's a that's a good point cuz I know mm-hmm. I remember when we first started cuz I was DMing and I was DMing for like you, Josh who's my brother and like uh Jimmy Zach and a couple of our other friends but uh, Zach had never played before my brother had played like once or twice so really the only people who knew anything about D&D at that point were me and Jim and there wasn't a lot of like role play and stuff like that and I remember you and I had like talked and you didn't really get the role play aspect and then once like I guess maybe once me and Jim in your campaign got to like role play a little bit everybody kind of started to see what we were doing but yeah, then that campaign that you're referring to with um like josh as hungy and stuff like that everybody's characters just kind of like clicked and that was actually in the world of omersia that was the first time i had run omersia and it was just like flawless and i think that's honestly so good. like you put a lot of things on to hungy and we like joke about a lot of things but I do think that the way you play D&D, like you as Zach, really lends to why the groups meld together so much. Because no matter what character you pick, you still have your personality of 
I don't care who's here. I'm going to talk to Josh. I'm going to talk to DJ. I'm going to talk to Joe, who I've never met before. Like, you're yep. very willing to put yourself out there. And even in character, you're even more willing to put yourself out there. <laughs> Maybe so too I much. Think, <laughs> it's true. But, but I think part of the reason that our groups mesh so well is because you are willing to, like, take that step. And even if you're not completely comfortable with your character, you're comfortable enough, like, as yourself to, like, reach out and start getting people to interact with you because that's something I struggled with when I started was starting interactions with other players and that's something you'll immediately start doing so yep. I think that like really pulls people in and like gets them comfortable and ready to do the same thing yep no for sure um, it's funny because like I never pictured myself being like that but mm -hmm. here I am <laughs> Yep. fair enough <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's break up the line of questions. That's really other than a couple things that I'll end with. That's like the, you know, bare bones of I want people to get to know you. But now we're going to dig a little bit deeper and we're going to play a very D&D special version of 20 questions because I have 20 questions here and you are going to roll to see which questions you're going to be answering. All it right. is. It's like 80 to 85% D&D related, but there are a couple questions thrown in there that'll just be getting to know Zach a little bit. So we'll bust through as many of these as we can. And once we start getting low on time, we'll shoot for the ending. But I figure, you know, knock a couple of these out. We'll probably get on a couple of tangents halfway through, but... Yeah, yeah typical. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so just roll a D20. Roll a D20. Uh, to quote Jim, do I add anything to it? <laughs> you, you do not. <laughs> Uh, I got an 11. An 11? Not rolling hot. All right. Speaking of Jim, this is one of the questions he just sent over that he thought would be fun. Um, and I know the answer of this, but it will be fun for you to be able to elaborate. So Jim's question was, um, have you built a home or pardon? Have you built a homebrew world? And if so, can you give us a random piece of information from it that never got to come about? Oh, that's a tough one. So yes, I have built two worlds now. As far as Remind me, did you name your worlds? Like mine's like Omersia. I did, and uh, typical Zach fashion, I can't remember either of their nice, names. Nice, man. <laughs> Neither of them. And it was driving nice. me crazy because I wanted to start rewriting my second campaign. Mm -hmm. And I can't find anything on it. That sucks. I didn't. Yeah, I lost all the notes. I think I put it in a notes app and like I was clearing it out for mm -hmm. this for uh, Beyond the uh, Behold the Roll, I mean. And yeah. I think I deleted all my old D&D stuff. So I have no idea anything about it. Um, I bet I have something somewhere from like when you sent me to create a character or something. Yeah, but... so, honestly, like I, ma I even made uh, videos or like sound files like i was i remember we were trying to do um recaps oh, yeah. uh and i know that it has my world name somewhere in there but i can't remember what computer i did it on dude i definitely have those in my email though i'll go back and look i yes. forgot about that that was kind of our because that was when you first got into adventure zone and that was when mm -hmm. i feel like for <clears> us that's when we kind of got bit with the podcast bug, even though we only like joked about it. But yep. like we were both like, oh, like n neither one of us are very good at doing 
monologues yet and if you can't tell because i'm pretty sure i just caught myself doing it i say like a million and 30 times so it really like interrupts the flow of everything so we were like what if we record our recaps ahead of time set them to like a backdrop and then just play them for our home crew even though we're all playing around the same table like it'll be an uninterrupted period of time where everybody can like listen to this recap or whatever and it's not contingent on me being able to actually <laughs> say it and i remember we did a couple of them and yours actually came out pretty good because you at the time had like a like decent program that you were using in your yeah tablet I can't and stuff like that yeah i can't remember what i was using for a program but like i i went i remember going all out on it because like i, I wanted to f- i loved the recap on it like on adventure zone and the, just that type mm-hmm. of platform uh and I was really trying to figure out how to get the whole group engaged because I remember at that time, we, our, it took us a long time to get out of the silly phase before we started yes. playing. It was super bad. I remember it took us like 45 minutes to really even get started because we couldn't shut up and it was mostly me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but now to answer your question, uh, the only thing I can really remember, like I said, I lost all my notes and this was years ago at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Your character, Ashley... <clears throat> Remington yeah. Holmes. Ashley Remington. Uh, I'm surprised I, you remember his full name. Yeah, I I love that character. I, I like I miss that character. But I miss uh, that character. But no, so uh, I remember like I made the the remember the magical golden lion, which ended mm-hmm. up being the king. I don't know if you guys knew that. But anyway, I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, so that that golden lion was actually like the king of that the big city in that world or the big area mm-hmm. of the country in that world and um i remember he took a an instant liking to ashley remington holmes because he was a cleric and he was you know good blah 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 well i was gonna eventually try to flip ashley remington holmes with the king's son who's also a lion but he's he's he was gonna be the big bad in the campaign at the end of it oh yeah, so I was gonna try to get you to befriend we met the son. son, didn't we? Yeah, I think so, vaguely. But he wasn't yeah. a lion. No, so the lions actually like they they would turn into people. They were like shapeshifters. Ooh, yep. Yeah, it was a very Man. fantasy, <laughs> heavy, heavy fantasy. <laughs> yeah, but now I kind of wish we had gotten deeper into that campaign. That's the one where. Uh... Jimmy kept asking you for Harry Potter books and you kept asking Yeah, and you know what? I kept giving it to him too. I mm-hmm. didn't I I was not good at saying no as a DM. <laughs> no, that was back when we were very green. Yeah. yeah, we were very green and we were both very much people pleasers uh-huh. too much, but like yeah. we I were was willing to derail the it. whole campaign for mm-hmm. it and I, and then at the end of it I'd be like, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, we'd be, we'd be really annoyed about it. So instead of staying true to our story or doing the yes and that you're supposed to do with podcasts, we'd just completely derail our campaign. Yeah, just... and then afterwards we'd talk on like Facebook Messenger. We'd be like, "Man, I can't believe like I had to do this and like this sucks." Well, I remember my first 
first session of that campaign, you guys did this huge dungeon in this mage tower. Mm -hmm. I really should have saved that for like, you know, level eight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Realistically. <laughs> yeah. Nope. First session. That was your first thing you guys did at level two. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. That was fun. Though, I remember that was the fire dogs and stuff like that. <laughs> I love dungeon. I love dungeon crawlers. Uh, Me too. Especially writing them. Like it's, it's super fun. Yes. Um, but. Yeah. Anyway, next right. question. Yeah, give me a roll. That was an eight. An eight? All right. Um, this one's probably a quick one. But yeah. are, are, are you a uh, minis and battle map guy, or do you prefer theater of the mind? Because obviously, when we play, it's all theater of the mind. But I think, in general, I think... I think theater of the mind leaves it more open. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. However, given the right campaign, I would love to try minis and battle map. I remember I wanted yes. to, I wanted to write one and do one. Um, I can't remember what got in the way of it. Um, no, I really, really want to try that style. I it's hard to answer that question where we've never done one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but just. A generalized campaign, I think Theater of the Mind, but I think a maybe a more battle-heavy campaign would uh, would be awesome with minis. I think a more like D and D ass campaign where like mm -hmm. you have to print off some wolves and some you know goblins and trolls and stuff. But I think mm -hmm. what ended up happening, a we ended up not going with your campaign because you started school or something. Oh, that's right. Where... Yeah, I canceled because, yeah, that's about when I started school. Yeah, yeah. it was a little after that. But, um, because I remember you had already started, like, ordering them and printing them and stuff like that, but... Still have I do think all. it would... <laughs> I, I do think a campaign would be really fun with minis because we used to, when I played with a different group of friends, we had a literal laminated piece of paper with just a marker and grids Yep. And whoever was DM would like draw out whatever room you're in, and then they'd just put your initial or whatever. I remember I did that a little bit with uh, with the Mage Tower. I remember I printed off, or uh, no, I used that tablet you're using, mm -hmm. and I had our I had all the maps made, and I showed you what the rooms looked like, and yes, and then I like I remember I did this one puzzle where I I you know told you guys where you were, and I'd turn it around and show you. So I did that mm -hmm. a little bit, but I think I think taking it one step further with minis would be would be pretty fun. I agree, and I think I would really like it because one of the, my favorite <laughs> things about playing in person is using props and stuff like that. Like I'm mm -hmm. a big fan of it. Like when you and Jimmy printed the deck of many things or whatever, dude, um, I loved that. That was that so was fun. That was sick. Yep. No, that was so fun. Sweet. Uh, give us another roll. 16. 16. Right, I'm getting different numbers at least. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, this will actually work in both because you do DMing and playing as characters. But um, how do you come up with names for your characters, NPCs, worlds, just in general? Oh. Like, how do you come up with your names? All right. So names is the bane of my existence. I hate coming up with names. It is the least favorite part of everything I do. <laughs> um, it's so funny to me because it's literally one of my favorite parts. 
Honestly, I think the problem is like no matter what name I come up with, I'm usually not happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So well, anyway, so I usually end up I'll I'll do the Google search of the you know the fantasy generators, and I'll yeah. search through and I'll find a first name that I like, and then I'll find a second name that I like, or I'll go on those D and D random character generators that even does the backstory. I'll do that for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'll. Uh, I'll look up NPCs on video games that I've played, like World of Warcraft or... Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, or, uh, you know, Skyrim and shit like that. And I will, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll try to, like, twist a name and see if I like it that way. It's a it's a really long process for a midi- mediocre name I come up with at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've had some pretty good names in the past, like... Like Jingles. Yeah, Jingles, yeah. Yeah, what... what <laughs> great although that one that one was the easiest because i read that a lot of their names was a sound and mm-hmm. he was a thief who liked trinkets that did weren't worth anything so you know, mm-hmm. i pictured him jingling around so jingles it yeah. was no i i do think that you come up with some cool names because i think you put a lot of thought into it more thought than you think you might and so i think i think i overthink it <laughs> mm-hmm. if anything i feel you takes me a long time yeah um, but you always come up with the... these crazy ass names that are like what? friggin' <laughs> sick and memorable that's because i have the world's longest run of doing professional like wrestling forums and stuff like that so i have a backlog of just names that i've heard all the time Yep. And if I don't like that, then I go on and do the fantasy name generators and I will do it for literally two hours sometimes. And even if I find like the start of a name I like, I'll like combine names and then like say them out loud. And yep. it, it's probably not worth it, but it is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's what about um worlds and towns and stuff like that? Obviously, you don't remember the name of yours, but do you remember how you come up with them? Honestly, it's a very similar process. Um, I've looked up like world name generators. And mm-hmm. again, I kind of, um, I'll look up like town names and world names from like games and stuff. And uh, like I said, I'll just, honestly, I'll just try to twist it. Or um, one of my worlds, like I said, I can't remember exactly what it's called. I can't even remember what word I chose, but I ended up looking up certain words in different languages. Yes. And, uh, I remember, like, I picked what this world was supposed to, like, represent in the campaign. And mm-hmm. I uh, I just kind of, like, either looked it up in a different language or twisted it after that a little bit just to sound a little different. But that's pretty much how I think of my world names. Nice. Yeah. Um, or I'll collaborate with you and hope you come up with something for me. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we did with <laughs> Lorcan because we shot mm-hmm. last names back and forth for, like... That took a Two while. A I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was that was uh the last. I I was stumped on the last name because he was what we posted the picture, but he was Lorcan Swift uh, Branch. Yeah, Swift was Branch. That, that yeah, that was when he was going to be a ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once I figured out he was going to be a mage, yeah, I can't remember what it was before. I wish I still had those notes. I'm, I'm sure we have them somewhere. Yeah, but there was uh, there was ton. There we had a, we went we went back and forth quite a bit on Lorcan's mm-hmm. last name. Do you have a favorite <laughs> character name? Uh, that I've made? Yeah. Or just in general? Um, well, I guess both. But <laughs> uh, 
Alright, Lorcan's up there, but I really mm-hmm. like my Tabby Wicks. What is it? Tabby Wicks Rusty Bolt? Or did you Tabby Wicks Rusty Bolt, and he was an artificer. Uh, Didn't you so change he... his last name for Jim's fake campaign? I did, but I don't remember that either. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Rusty Bolt was the original, so, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I remember you hated that character at first. You were so against it. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily against it. It was when we were talking about ideas for our podcast campaign, mm-hmm. and Zach pitched this idea to me of Tabby Witch Rusty Bolt. And can you give them a quick, for in case we don't post any of the things, like can you give me a Tabby Wicks voice? Oh, good old Tabby Wicks. Yeah, so obviously they can't see, but you can see in our Zencaster app how much <laughs> you just peaked the microphone. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> we already have to, like, turn down Lorcan from blowing out the mic. And so I remember you were on your way home and you were talking to me and you're like, yeah, I think I came up with this character. Like, he's going to be a goblin. He's going to do this, this, and this. I'm like, sweet. And you're like, yeah, and I think he's going to talk like this. And you were just <laughs> yelling into the phone. And I was like, oh, my God, we are not doing however many episodes of a podcast. Oh, with... stop being a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now you have a control over his voice. Back then, it was just yeah, it was shouting all... in one singular voice. Have you noticed all my good character voices are super friggin' loud? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jingles, Tabby Wicks, even Lorcan's friggin' loud. God, I don't even know. I don't even remember Jingles. No, I, I know can't it's loud, either. but no, you know it's no. been so long. I don't know if I have mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I say it's been a while, and it's like significantly different because sometimes you slip into Tabby Wicks when you're doing Lorcan. Oh, but... when I do anything now, it's Tabby Wicks. It's crazy. That's true. <laughs> Not fair. Well, before we talk about Tabby Wixmore, give us another roll. <coughs> you got it. All right, that's a six. Six? Oh, this one will be interesting. I think I know the answer, but if you have to pick one, you have to be a forever DM or a forever player. Honestly, I, I would probably pick player. Um, that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoy the DM process. I really enjoy it. Um, but I, I love getting into that one character, mm-hmm. uh, especially like now where I'm getting a little bit better at it. No pro by any means, but I feel like I get better every campaign. And um, DM, you kind of have to like spread it across multiple characters. And that's never been a strong suit of mine. <laughs> so, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So no, I think I would pick player. Um, I want to be a really good DM, but... Uh, you know, I know where my strengths are at the moment, so. Right. I feel like d- being a DM is more, at least for me, being a DM is way more fulfilling. But, yes. like, there's something about creating a character and just being able to optimize them and not worrying about your world and your story and your, you know, NPCs and stuff like that. Like, there's something so fulfilling about just being able to pour your heart and soul into one person. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little it's it's quite a bit less stressful too. You don't you know, mm-hmm. you're not the you know, the session's not relying on me being ready. You know, and we all know even when I was DMing, I would wing it. I would uh, mm-hmm. I would come in with like bare minimum plan and be like, "All right, let's do this." 
yep. and then I'd bitch Let's at the end of it. Boys. Why? Why didn't it go the way I wanted it to go? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you put some effort in, Zach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for winging it, those were some fun campaigns. They were. They were fun. I don't. I'd like I said. I don't regret doing them. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Limp biscuit. Nat twenty, baby. Nat, Nat 20. twenty. Can't even see it. It's so bright in here. Ooh, all right. This one's <laughs> gonna be fun for you, especially considering the uh, at the time that we're recording this, considering the Beyond the Roll that just released. But this one's not a D and D question for you. <clears throat> oh, jeez. All right. You got to pick one meal, and you're eating it for the rest of your life. What are All you right, taking? that's friggin' easy. Two double cheeseburgers, <laughs> only mustard, medium fry, and a medium Fanta right at McDonald's. <laughs> and where is that from? McDonald's. As I sip from a McDonald's cup. <laughs> McDonald's is not a sponsor. No, um, no. Um, that being said, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I would love that sponsorship. <laughs> Excellent. Um, do you have a backup I knew that would be your pick but do you have like a I do have a backup I think you know this answer as well okay is it a restaurant or is it like a meal that you would make oh dude I'm not making shit (laughs) (laughs) alright here we go are you ready so we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna take a magical ride over to Longhorn Steakhouse. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get we're going to get some parmesan crusted chicken. We sure are. We're going to get we're, the big one too. Oh, for sure, 12, 12 ounce. ounce or, yeah, yep. 12 ounce parmesan crusted chicken. We're going to get the uh, side of um, what's it called? Their signature mac and cheese side steakhouse. of uh, Steakhouse mac and cheese. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And some mashed potatoes and let's not forget about that Long Island that makes me feel a little crazy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. Roll her up. Pretty hard to follow that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to the opposite side of that coin. One. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So I did kind of theme this for a nat one. Oh, no. Yep. We're going to call it. We're going to go back in the time machine here. And obviously, this is going to be dependent on if you remember it or not. But... Do you remember your first AOL AIM screen name or an embarrassing email that you might have you do? Well, luckily for you, this is both categories. Okay. Mr. Zombie Z. AOL.com. I don't remember why, because I don't specifically remember us being that big of Rob Zombie fans. Twisted Metal 4. Oh, you're right. I was so into that game. You are right. Something about that game just made me do Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Mr. Zombie Z at Mm AOL.com. Beautiful. (laughs) It was a rough one. Oh, no. Hold on. I have another one. Zakazoo. At AOL.com. <laughs> I remember that one, but I don't remember yeah. anything about it. You know, I, I, that one quickly changed, I believe. Yep. Did that go to Mr. Zombie? Uh, I think we changed. Yeah, I think it was. I don't remember if we ever, like, pulled the trigger on Zakazoo. 
but mm-hmm. I think I think that it ended up being like okay that's lame Mr. Zombie Z is so much better <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're talking it about is. the time period where we both thought we were going to be professional wrestlers that came out to Last Resort by Papa Roach hold on so. do you remember those cut off biker gloves with the friggin studs on the knuckles oh yeah dude absolutely right. I remember those those were awesome, and man, they hurt when you actually punch something. Because <laughs> I remember, yeah, strange. The, I remember the studs would just dig into your knuckles. Strangely enough, they also hurt when you punch people with them. Listen, back then I thought wrestling was real. So when no, I, when I didn't. gave you an elbow, when I gave you an elbow drop, my elbow jammed into you. <laughs> For those, of, I think we talked about it at one point in time, but. I guess we should have led with this. I've known Zach since we were two years old, so we've done a lot of stupid and crazy shit together. And surprisingly, this is one of the most sane things we've ever done is start a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> oh, for sure. And uh, one of the least regretful, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> certainly, it's certainly above uh, getting up at five in the morning and spending seven and a half hours trying to build a wrestling ring in the middle of the woods with nothing but scrap wood from a porch that your dad tore down. Oh, and tires and um, plywood with I nails wish we sticking had tires, through man. it. Yeah, we had like three we tires. Had, and we had three tires and we were going to use the other side as a mat. We put the mattress down. Mm-hmm. You printed off a blueprint of how to build a wrestling ring in your backyard and it was like you need like 20 tires and we were like we have three we can just space <laughs> those fine. out yeah we sp- <laughs> we did we spaced them out we put a mm-hmm. mattress down we used bed frames we used two by fours that we found in the woods and i will say the frame was pretty good we had that frame up and running it was a lot smaller than i think the blueprint qual like called for yeah, um, because we just used the uh, parts from your frames. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I remember the ropes were legit ropes. Like. Yeah, I think we literally just went to Walmart and bought like rope, scratchy ass rope. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. And I remember, mm-hmm. I can't remember what we did, but I remember we tested up. I think we got like annoyed at the end of it, and I remember hitting it with a sledgehammer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember the wood splintered super easy. And we were like, well, it's a good thing we didn't use this because that would have been through your back. (laughs) Yeah, because we didn't actually have plywood. I don't remember where you got it, but we had this thin plywood and we didn't figure out a way to nail them so that they would be actually parallel to each other. So we like literally layered them one on top of another and just (laughs) nailed them like that as if that was going to work for the floor of the thing. And we like did that for three five or six feet of the ring and then eventually you were like this isn't gonna work and we just took a sledgehammer beat it up and then i don't know probably went and watched walk texas ranger (laughs) when the eyes of a ranger are upon (laughs) you we're gonna get sued (laughs) chuck norris i'm sorry (laughs) so sorry chuck For, for everybody listening, we are only 30 years old, but we did watch the entirety of the Walker, Texas Ranger series. Had them all on DVD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, I, st- all right. I um, still have some of them. Go ahead and give us one more roll. We're approaching near the end. Pro- um, we'll wrap up with a couple things, but we might as well get one more question in. Going down strong, 18. 18? All right. Let's see what we got all right 
So we're going to take Denny's off the table here. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? If somebody or a brand was going to sponsor you, Zach Ledford, not the podcast, who would oh, you just... want to, to be sponsored by? All right. So this has nothing to do with the podcast. Correct. Zero percent. Not Correct. Zero. All right. That's a tough one. Um, is this supposed to be like super lucrative or is this just who I want to represent? Uh, it's basically who you want to represent. So you're wearing like the hat. You're wearing like, you know, shirts and shit like that. You're putting it on your car. <clears throat> All right. So uh, none of our listeners are going to have a clue who the fuck this is. Perfect. Spence. I love to just alienate everybody. Yep, me too. But there's this little ice cream shop me and my buddy Jesse <laughs> goes to. And uh, my goodness, they make some killer homemade ice cream. If you're ever in Maine, head up to Spencer's Ice Cream over in Bradley. Mm-hmm. And man, if you like banana milkshakes. oh. <laughs> so uh, if you're listening, Spencer's, and you need a, uh, a non-celebrity to uh, represent your brand. I don't know, Spencer's. I know I said it has nothing to do with the podcast, but we just hit 750 (laughs) followers on Twitter, so if you want us to start promoting your ice cream, all you gotta do is shoot us a message. Now, on the flip side of this question, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would have said Wendy's. That's true. I was actually surprised you didn't go with Red Bull. Oh, Red or like a too. Puma or Spider, because you wear those brands a lot anyways. So. All right. So that would have been a serious answer. That's fair. That's it's fair. not my brand, baby. Not my brand. That is fair. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's end kind, quote unquote, end on a question here um, that I think is just after everything that we've talked about, I think it's fitting to end kind of on a serious-ish note but if you had to quantify it how do you think Dungeons and Dragons as a whole has changed your life or impacted your life not changed it as in like it's some big magical deity that's come down and saved you but like what what has Dungeons and Dragons done to impact your life um honestly I think I think it's given me a massive creative outlet, especially now that we're doing the podcast. Um, you and me talk about this all the time. When we don't have a creative outlet, we, we go home, we watch TV, we go to bed, we go to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, having that creative outlet definitely makes life more enjoyable. Um, I would say that's what it's done for me. Also, it, it, it gives me that space to... Uh, connect with my friends who uh decided to uh leave me in the dust in maine so uh it's a it's a good connection point for sure absolutely absolutely all right well um that's all the questions i got for you so the floor is yours is there anything you want to say about D or the podcast or anything like that um to quote jim um if you like what you hear today, uh, go on and rate us five stars <laughs> on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. Uh, I don't know if they have a rating system or not. This is Jim's gig. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yes. Rate us five stars, all that good stuff. Obviously, we love the podcast. We well, but 
this is your floor. This is more about finding out about Zach. Um, obviously, you're not a big social media guy, um, but if people do want to get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can do that? Um, I might not be a big social media guy, but if you reach out to me on Twitter, I will definitely answer um, because I do open those notifications unless it's one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's <laughs> anybody other than us, he might answer you. Yeah, I might answer. Um, if you had a specific question that you didn't want to post, you can always DM me and I will eventually get to it. Um, but definitely Twitter. That's the one I uh, open the most at this point. That's fair. Do you know your Twitter handle? Yeah, it's I at do. Ledford Zachary. I just looked it up for you. <laughs> Excellent. I was not about to do that. So. <laughs> So yes, yep. it's at Ledford, L-E-D-F-O-R-D, Zachary, how it sounds with an H, not a K. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for the inaugural Behind the Roll, unless you have anything else that you want to say. No, that's about it. Sweet deal. Peace. <laughs> well, thank you everybody <laughs> for joining us for this. Um you know, I hope that you guys liked it. I hope you found it as interesting as I do. And I hope it gave you a little bit of background on our very own Lurkin' Bright Strike, Zach Ledford. Uh, we're going to do this for everybody in the group. We're going to do Jim and Joe separately, uh, sit them down, talk about things. Obviously, this was the first one, so way more generic. But if you have any specific questions for Jim or Joe, go ahead and shoot them at us. Um, We've talked about me possibly doing one at some point. We haven't figured out the logistics of that yet since I'm kind of like running the whole little questionnaire gimmick or whatever. But I'm sure one of the guys will come up with something or maybe everybody will interview me. Maybe we'll get everybody in and we'll... Can you just ask yourself questions and roll the dice? Wow, that would be a really interesting video to watch. (laughs) (laughs) But, But yeah, um... Thank you all for checking this out. I truly appreciate it. I hope you liked it. Thank you, Zach, for joining me on Not Our D&D Night. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that is it for the inaugural episode of Behind the Rollers. See you all next time. As always, I'm Jesse. Thank you for joining us. And that's it. Uh, we got to come up with a cool ending word for this. Or oh, I, I got I got one. Okay. Bright Strike out! Yeah. Join us next time as we go behind another roller. That sounds even weirder. All right. We're cutting this. (laughs) Fucking hate this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect.